2: They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: The Wednesday Week Podcast. A strictly unbiased view on Sheffield Wednesday.
4: The world's greatest football club.
5: Good evening, Wednesday fans. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. And no, you're not mistaken, this is not Daniel Fudge. This is uh, Ash. Vic. Pardon, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is Vic. Yes, uh, sorry, uh, my voice is a bit, uh, a bit low and deep. Yeah. Uh, welcome uh, to another edition of the Wednesday Week Podcast. Um, I'm joined tonight with by Simon, Dave, Ben, and Stevie, um, and we are here to entertain you for the next hour for all laughs, giggles, and some serious football shit. So, uh, we've not uh, for all you regular twelve listeners that we didn't have a podcast last week. We do apologise. Some of us do have lives, so uh, we're going to kick off with. If you can remember, um, we had a little game against Bolton at home, and a certain ex-player came back. Um, so let's do a, a quick overview because no one can really remember. So I'm going to start with. Simon. Sorry, Sorry, Simon. I know you're an old man and your your memory's not as good as some of the younger people of the podcast,
4: but um, what do you think? Bolton, come on. Quick overview. Um, We all met for a drink beforehand, didn't we? And um, I think the Bolton fans resoundly thought they were going to beat us. And I think we all resoundly thought that Bolton were going to beat us. Um, Especially with Kira Lee coming back. Uh, And... And uh, Bolton turned up. The uh, fans turned up in numbers, but I don't think the team really turned up. To be honest, they didn't uh, appear to be the team that we thought we were going to get uh, walloped by after uh, their previous results and our previous results. And and I did actually have to. You're right. The the failing memory of a 51 year old man. Uh, I couldn't actually remember what the result was um, because we've been stunned by fantastic football since, and
5: <laughs> and we won one 0 How about that? I was surprising, isn't it? Yeah, surprising. It was. It was. Yes. So, uh, as Simon said, like we, uh, a couple of us uh, podcasters met up uh, for a drink before, uh, and that was probably the highlight of the day for me. But I say, um, uh, it it was uh, for me and a couple of the other guys. No doubt, it was the return of Kieran Lee and a couple of the supporters as well. Obviously, didn't get the send off that I personally thought it didn't get because of COVID and other things. Um, And it was good to see him back, and it was good for him to have a shit game and not turn up. That was good, wasn't it? So, um, what do you think, Ben? Um, Kieran Lee, Sheffield Wednesday, and the whole Bolton game?
3: I just think all all of it were pretty poor, to be honest. I think both sides were pretty poor. Bolton, obviously, as Simon said, didn't probably turn up as we thought they would. Need we didn't turn up but we probably didn't think we would anyway Um one goal we're always going to win it and as soon as we got that one fairly late on what we're about six about 25 minutes yeah, left or something late. like that I think as soon as we got that at Bolton you know a little push <laughs> at end, right at the end but while Smith well, I'm sure we'll get on to did alright couple of good punches commanded his area quite well did what he had to do
5: yeah I t- totally agree it was uh the, the the Sheffield Wednesday stance of I think it was scored one like you said, late on they were they were never going to push for a second, uh, and Bolton like you say had a, had a half chances. I was I was quite glad to see like I say Kieran Lee and like you said the other t- his ten uh, teammates didn't really turn up. Um, so Stevie, I know we, I know you went on for days and days before the game about a certain Mister Lee. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm glad he didn't turn up. But what do you think to the game?
0: Um, I thought, to be fair, I thought Kieran Lee did all right. I thought he was he, he was around. It was really nice to see the um, the response and reception that he got from, from our lot because, um, as I've said and you've just alluded to, I'm, I was a massive fan of Kieran Lee. I thought he was um, probably one of the better players that we've had since we've come out of the Premiership, if not um, uh, the best player that we've had. Um, and I know that's a, a bold statement, but I think for what he's done over a period of eight years or so. I think he's been an absolutely fantastic servant. Um, The game itself, um, I I just found it all very forgetful. And I know that there were extenuating circumstances which might have lent themselves to it it being a little bit forgetful with us lot. um, Why would that be, Stevie? Because um, we drank horrible beer in the tap and then... (laughs) Ran through hills trying to get to, to <laughs> somebody. Decided we could stay a little bit later in town centre, but that's another story for another time. Um, it, it 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 was a bit of a, a non-event, if I if I'm honest with you. Um And I know we've got more games to go on to, but if you look at the stats, the stats support what the Bolton manager says, and he thinks that we've we we basically nicked the game from them. The stats would tell you that. I think they've had two thirds of possession. They've they, they've outpassed us. They've outplayed us. Um, I don't remember it being that kind of game. I thought, as as the other lads have said, once the first goal went in, um, it was always going to be a case of us just basically sort of holding out. I know that that Kieran Lee did have a, a chance late on, but I never really thought that once we'd gone in front that we were we we were going to lose the game or or, or, or concede. Ironically, when. You think what ha- what was to come, if you like, when we, we, we start talking about the Wimbledon game, but um, it was a game that we were in control of um, once we'd scored the goal. And I think um, for all their sort of pushing and the half chances that they had, um, I walked out of Hillsborough on that Saturday. Drunk. drunk. <laughs> and, uh, that might be a, a contributing factor to the fact that I, I I walked away thinking, you know, we were value for the win that day.
3: Controversially.
5: Yeah, yeah, Bolton had uh, won, won the previous two, and um, I, I mean, we saw their team sheet and we knew about Kieran Lee, but they also had another ex-player um, that likes to uh, shop, shop at Warren James. Um, so, <laughs> Mister Kachunga, he was what we polar opposite of Kieran Lee for me, guys. I was expecting quite a lot from Kieran Lee, but then I got what I expected from Kachunga.
6: It was still his best game he ever played at Hillsborough, wasn't it? And he was yeah. It was terrible.
5: It was, it was his first match in front of fans at Hillsborough, and that was when he wasn't playing for Sheffield Wednesday. He never played in front <laughs> of fans for Wednesday, I believe. But I will no doubt have people comment and send messages saying, you're on gash, because I'm always wrong. Uh, so, final word on Bolton for you, Dave, then. Um, it, it, for those that don't know... Dave is not that local to Sheffield, so it was good to see him down here at Hillsborough for his first game in a while. I'm
6: from Penniston, mate. I'm not that far away. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what think about? The, of the Bolton game, my sort of overriding memory be- uh, about that is that I thought it was a poor game. I thought it was a poor performance and you would have forgiven and forgotten the performance taking the result the following day, which I think probably a lot of people who were at the game uh, didn't enjoy it probably and reviewed it afterwards and thought, well, do you know something? It's a clean sheet and it's three points. So that's good. But a lot of that was going to come down to that's an acceptable performance for Wednesday. That's an acceptable performance for League One and for Darren Moore and his perhaps slightly more sh- shaky position, provided that the next game was similar to the, to the, to the Bolton game. It was going to be another... Difficult to break down, grab a goal. It was almost like a perfect away performance, but we were the home team. So I think up to a point on uh, on the Wimbledon game, it made the Bolton result look like a solid result and look like a good platform to build from. But I'm sure we're about to get onto how that kind of tumbled down like a big, well, out of cards, I'll be polite. Um, but... It's-
5: yeah, we we we've got the we've recording. Obviously, we didn't record last week, but having the hindsight of looking back at the last three games, should we say, and then reviewing the Bolton game after the previous, uh, the the next two, shall we say, uh, I totally agree. I think I think it was a good result. It was a good result anyway, but it was a crap game. But the, the, the games that preceded that. It made it a better win for me, even though it wasn't pretty. It's, it's, it's not been pretty all season really for me. So, but a one nil win at home, which against Bolton, who were playing well, I think it's uh, and twenty, nearly twenty four thousand there as well. So, I think pretty, just, pretty good. I,
0: I think it's important to to sort of recognise that it was a it was a whatever the performance. It was an important three points because of the performance the previous week was that bad. Mm. The Oxford game mm. was absolutely horrendous. So, you know, I we, we, we talked about that on the last time we recorded. Um, for me personally, Oxford are the best side I've seen. And we, we played Wigan who were up there. I've seen a couple of other teams. I've seen Bolton. I was impressed with Bolton, the bits I've seen before they played against, against us. Um, but I thought Oxford for that first 20, 25 minutes were, were the best side I've seen this season. Um, they've absolutely steamrolled us. And I don't know if that's because they were very, very good or because we were that poor that we made them look a good side. But we we were terrible against Oxford, and um, I, I think it was really important. You come out of a game like that as a as a as a coach, as a as a player, as a as a team, as a group. The most important thing is to sort of dig in, and whatever happens, get the three points, and then move on from there. And you know, go back to the Oxford game. We've done that against Bolton. We started off against Wimbledon. We kicked on. Um, at two and zero v Wimbledon, we're thinking, right, this is it. The bounce point has happened, and we're we're, mm-hmm. we're going to go and kick on, aren't we? Um, so oh. I, I think it's important to recognise as, as poor as we were against Bolton, and it was an important three points.
5: Oh yeah, definitely. Any, I think any at the moment, uh, any three points, uh, however we win them, however we get them, are going to be big. Um. So, so yeah, Bolton done, dusted. Uh, most of us woke up with a headache on Sunday morning um, uh, and I'm not condoning drinking their kids. Great timing, Stevie, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after Bolton, obviously then uh, we had a, an, a night... Oh, was, it, was it a nice away day? It was an away day at Wimbledon. So uh, I have to say, I made, I made the trip uh, and... Uh, I was eager to see Wimbledon's new stadium, new shed, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, a nice sunny day in London. So, what what do you think um, overall? How we started? Should we stay there? What what do you think? How how did we kick off, Ben? What, what do you think? What what was your first <laughs> impressions of say the first seventy minutes, <laughs> sixty five minutes, so to say.
3: Unlike you and Stevie, not it, Simon, uh, I wasn't there, but what I can say, obviously we started well, the goal, c- cracking goal by Gregory, decent ball by Bannon, finished off well. Um, and then got two in front, to be honest, you are expecting a third at some point, and then when it's saying you know, Wimbledon had, had a chance or they've had another one or they've scored. Mm. Uh, you then only start thinking that one thing's going to happen and that's that we're not going to go and get another one. We're going to throw it away. And lo and behold, four minutes, four minutes from time, I think or so, four minutes, about 86 minutes, uh, we're going to do exactly that. Um, I, don't, I still don't think I've seen the the first goal, but the second goal, it's obviously poor defending from Brown that's allowed the lad to get in round the back. And to be honest, there's no pressure on the ball. Yeah. For, for, on, on No pressure on the crosser of the ball. From I, <laughs> I. for Bannon. There was four. There was four Brown. of I think them, I, th- I think. Th- that, th- that, the that's the
6: difference between the two goals. If we'd have marked up for the, the first goal, like we did the second goal, they'd never have scored it because yeah. the first goal, after uh, uh, Wildsmith had made a good save, he parried it into a space where you know, nobody's marking, which would have be been effectively our right-sided centre-half or right-back or whatever. And then that's when their players came flying onto it and, and leathered it past Wildsmith. Yet, for the second goal, we had four players there, nobody closing down. And as, as you've alluded to, Ben, that's that's the issue. If you're not pressuring the ball, if you're not closing down, then you're giving folk time to put a ball into a box and the inevitable happened.
5: It, it was well, yeah, it, exactly, exactly that. I, I, obviously... Uh, being at the game, you don't get to see the, that sort of thing when it's real time. But looking back on the uh, the hi- <laughs> highlights, funny word, highlights of that um, the game, the, the their equaliser, yeah, the four the four defenders for the cross, and then Brown, he was he was on holiday, weren't he? It was already broke up for half term. Um, he was, yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but I've been. I, Everyone's got opinions and stuff, and but I've been a bit suspect of Brown when I've seen him um, defensively um, for a few games now. But uh, and he, he just showed that he highlighted that again against Wimbledon. But um, what about the what about the penalty? So so we saw uh, against um, oh was it Oxford uh, Patterson uh, got pushed in the back um, late on, and it was a blatant penalty for me. I think it was. Um, I thought that was more of a penalty than it was against Wimbledon. Yeah. What do you reckon? It was a penalty. Don't get wrong against Wimbledon, but it's it's one of those which um, I said to a friend of mine. You hear the phrase uh, virtually ninety percent of the time with penalties. I've seen them given. I've seen them not given. So there's it's getting it's getting silly with penalties. But what, what do you what do you think, Steve? You, you were.
0: You... Um, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. Um... I thought it was a soft penalty. I thought the, the, the one against Oxford was much more um, sort of definitive. Um, I think the conversation less about whether or not it was a penalty and it was a foul, and more about the fact that we're, we're getting a standard of officiating at the moment. I think we've spoken previously oh. on that as well. Um, the officials aren't right. Um, they, 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 and it's all well and good saying and this is going to sound quite elitist and arrogant. It's all well and good saying, well, they're reffing at this level for a reason, but we're playing at this level for a reason. We've got—it's not Sunday morning football, you know, in the in the park versus uh, playing, you know, semi-professional football. It's professional football, and they are paid a lot of money. These officials to get things right, and they're working the way up. And some of the dec- decisions and the 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 the. the um what's the word, the, the choices that have been made by the referees this season that I've seen have just been, they've been poor. I think the, the, the officials that we've had this year have been poor, they've let us down. Um, and that's not me complaining because first and foremost, whilst they might have cost us, uh, or decisions have gone, gone against us, or they've not gone our way, that's not the reason we are where we are. Make no mistake about it. The reason that we are where we are is because we've chucked away um, leads that have cost us six points and players have made mistakes and, you know we we we've not been as good as we, we should have been. But um for me personally, um I thought it was a, a soft penalty. Um it was difficult to see I wasn't at the game. Um, but the bits that I have seen and looked back on and seen a couple of sort of slow motion versions yeah. of it, it's difficult to actually see um win getting the nudge in the back. But yes. um it, no arguments from me, it was apparently no complaints from their guys, which which tells you a lot when when yeah. it comes to football, if if they don't think <laughs> penalty there getting around the referee and saying, you know, did you
5: know, did you anyway. did you have a bit of um a bit of uh what's the word trepidation of who was going to take yeah. it? Yes. So was exactly.
0: it because I think <laughs> we've we've I was, I was absolutely relieved when when our center forward, our top goal scorer, our goal threat for what that whatever that may mean may mean at the moment, put the ball on the spot because he's the person that should be taking the penalties. Um, I think you know, we are talking about performances at the minute and, and games in, in particular. Um, I think Gregory for for what he's been given in terms of support formation around him, I think Gregory's been outstanding this year. Um, I really do. I think he's been our, our better attacking prospect. Obviously, that, that goes to show the goals. I think um his link up play. I know that one or two of us in, in frustration have said that he's not necessarily where he needs to be and he hasn't done as well as he has. And I know he's missed a couple of one-on-ones, but he's in in position to, to get those one-on-ones. And I think it was either uh, Alex Miller or Joe Cranmer that had done a stat report saying that this is his most successful season um, so far. And and yeah, think, the, the games played, minutes played, and goals. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been really good. Um, our formation isn't right for a player like him at the moment, and I'll be the first person to put my hand up and say we need somebody next to him to to play off him, ball to feet, run off him. He can lay people in, he can get into those positions. The goal he scored against the first goal against Wimbledon was a very good goal. Um, the the cross at Bolton when Hunt has put the ball in. Um, and a, a little nod there to Hunt because he's put some good balls in at the moment. I'm not Hunt's biggest fan either, by the way. Um, I think he's played quite well since he's come back into the team, but um, you've got to be there to miss him and, and Gregory is there at the moment, so fair play to him.
5: Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, at the minute our formation's not right for 11 players, never mind Gregory, but that's that's another subject.
4: Think, um, so going, what? Back the, going back to the penalty um, and then obviously the, the penalty that we didn't get against Bolton, so I think the way teams playing and the atmosphere that's going, you know, we were obviously at both games, you you the Ash, the, 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 the Patterson penalty, we, we, we never, we, we weren't attacking. We weren't, we, they weren't on the back foot. We were desperate to get in there and, and, and try and score again. And, and Patterson goes down in the box. Uh, and it was probably the first full attack we'd had in a while. Whereas at Wimbledon, we were battering them at that particular time. And I think a referee gets influenced about the, the, the play that's happening at the time. The fact that we were in the box, we'd had a couple of shots, a couple of missed shots. And I think they get carried away with the the, the style of play that's going on, that when somebody does go in, you know, we're constantly attacking, constantly attacking, constantly attacking. Mm-hmm. Somebody goes down, penalty. And yeah. they get sort of swayed by the atmosphere of what's happening on the pitch. Um, so that's, that's my thoughts on, 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 on that penalty. You know, I, I agree. I think it was a soft one to be given compared to the Patterson one, which was an absolute blatant one. But at that time, we were, we were battering them, weren't we? We missed several sitters. The keeper made, pulled off two worldly saves. Two cracking saves, yeah, he did. Amazing saves. And then we changed we change the player at 70 minutes and uh, it, it all went completely wrong. Um, yeah, uh,
5: FDB started into for the first time in a while. Yeah, um, you a great guy. And I don't know if that's the, what we're going to call him. People call him Fizz or Delhi B, or I, I don't know. But I, who calls I, him Delhi B? I just me. I just <laughs> I've just said it now. There we are. That's it. There you are. You can have that one. Uh, um, anybody? And uh, yeah, so uh, and I was really impressed. I think he 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 gives us a lot more in the oh, midfield.
6: What? L.E.B. yeah, you like that one. It's not like Cardi B's brother, <laughs> Mel B's brother. Oh.
5: No, it's when you've had a dodgy curry and you've got the shits. <laughs> but yeah, I, oh, course, cool. this is this is serious. This is this is not the damn fudge uh, effort. We're going to be serious. We're talking <laughs> footy. No, uh, no hijinks on this podcast with me in charge. Boring. <laughs> um, Yeah, so and and for me, Bannon had uh, a really good game for the first time in quite a while. Everyone knows I'm not his biggest fan, but I will hold my hands up when people have good games. And I did think he had a really good game against Wimbledon. Um, I I think for the first, especially the first half, I think um, Moore got it right. He set up right. It obviously always helps, doesn't it, when you're going winning, um, into half time winning. uh, And it just, but then, like you say, uh, the substitution on on sixty fifth, seventieth minute uh, that came on, so it was um, Bergenio came on. That was right, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and it it just looked to totally change the game in the wrong in the wrong way. I don't know what it was, uh, but I think moore has been been criticised for that a few times. His substitutions haven't always seemed logical, worked out well. Um, so what, what were your thoughts, guys, on that? Uh, anyone? Like, substitution-wise against Wimbledon? Obviously, it wasn't the right difficult. one.
6: I think it's difficult that because you never necessarily know what's being fed into more at the time. You don't know what the players are saying in terms of how the bodies are feeling or, um, you know, necessarily what, they, what the intended game plan is. I think I mentioned it to, to you guys when we were at the yeah. Bolton match, um, and I think uh, perhaps the problem has been that not that the players aren't stepping up and performing, be it the starting eleven or the substitutes, uh, they're not performing, not that they're not performing as individuals, but they are actually performing exactly as they've been asked to buy more in the, and his coaching team, in which case then you need to wonder about the tactics that have been employed. So the difficulty I've got when I think for a start, the suggestion was that uh, Deli Bashiru was injured, but if that was the case... Would, were we sensible putting on an attacking player? Because it does look like a ballsy move. If you are in the ascendancy, you are wanting to, as a fan, you are wanting to see your team keep pushing for 90 minutes, 90 plus minutes, because we're fed up of seeing Wednesday trying to eke out performances or eke so out results, game management. Um, So to, to make an attacking sub when we're in the ascendancy it does sound like a good thing to do, provided you go on and win that and get three points. When you shoot yourself in the foot, it looks like a stupid decision and we can all say with hindsight, you should have just thrown another defender on, should have tightened it up. So I think sometimes decisions are being made that look like they've been adventurous, that look like they've been attacking, but you can only tell after after the result, can't you? You can only tell afterwards whether it was a, a bold move or a daft move. So I think... The substitutions, like you say, the, pro- the problem we've got at the moment is because we don't know who's best 11 is because we haven't got an identity, uh, a set formation, a way that we play, and we do look like we are trying to more often than not see games out uh, unsuccessfully. Maybe more just try something different, and when that backfires, then he's the one that's got to shoulder and go, oh, Do you know something? I got that wrong, which I don't think I've heard him say. He's very good at the cliches post match, but what he isn't very good at at the moment is saying. That was on me. I got that wrong. I, th- I think in that
4: particular game we were on top. but to that point we were massively on top, and that pointed to if you were going to make a change, if if FDB was was injured, you make a change like for like. So you pull you put somebody on who is a similar sort of player, It's because the the the, the tactics and the formation and the style of play at that time was working. And at that time, Wimbledon, we were Wimbledon were were limited to no chances, if any, at all. But by bringing Berahino on, he completely changed the format of, of, of the side. He completely disrupted what was, what was working. And bringing that player in, then shuffled around the midfield to where, I don't know what actually, who went where, to be honest. I can't remember, to be honest. Um, and that then gave Wimbledon their chance to eat back into the game. And, and I think that, and, and if we move on to the Cambridge game, which we will in a moment, that, that was very similar, but the opposite way around, so to speak. Whereas the changes and the change towards the end made a difference. It, but in this particular situation, I think it was the wrong change because it was working. Up to that point, it was working, wasn't it?
5: Well, yeah, you'd say that with being two and a loop. Yeah. Uh, you, it's got it's a bit. But I think like it, it was really... And it's not many times I've I've felt this and and things, but once Wimbledon got the first goal, I think probably 90% of the fans in there expected the second. You could feel it. And I think Gregor, I think it was Gregory in the post matches, he said, he did say that uh, they felt that the crowd got a bit angsty, shall we call it, as soon as the first goal, because it was one of those expectant, and you could feel it that the first one went in. And it was just a matter of time. Even though Wimbledon, like you said, Simon created very little, and it wasn't like we were winning two 0 after them having four, five, sh- six shots on target. Keepers made a couple of good saves. It, they had nothing, uh, and obviously they got they got the first goal. And it, the the mood and the atmosphere just it just totally changed. It really did. Um, uh, and then the inevitable, weren't it? I think. I mean, it was sickening, absolutely sickening. It, it was it was ridiculous. Um, like Ben said earlier, the the defending, the the it was like the 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 players just I don't, they they expected it as well. I think went two one and uh, and that was it. So, um, no no fault of the goalkeeper for me either for either goal. I think his defenders in front of him
0: other had a, a shocker. Steven, sorry. Um, I don't think the substitutions, all points are valid and I get that and it's changed the, the, the way that we've played, but the, the substitutions are lesser of an issue for me for the first goal, which changed everything, than Bannon and Wing in midfield, who, if you watch the goal back, you know, as a, as a goalkeeper, I'd, I'd like to think Ben and backed me here. If I'm a goalkeeper that's saving a shot and I can't catch it and I'm going to palm it out, I'm happy that I've palmed it out to the edge of the area. Mm. And it's gone edge of the area. It's not gone central. It's gone out to that right centre-half position, which is where the lad scored the goal from. He must have been 15, 16 yards out. And it was only when Wildsmith has palmed the ball out that you then see Bannon going, oh, shit, I need to start running back here. Mm -hmm. Bannon then starts running back. Wing doesn't run back he's he's van and run past wing to get back into <laughs> I, I can't say I don't blame the back four but I think there's a, there's a level of accountability on that first goal yeah. that changed the game uh, to the midfield who and are, I
4: think the, the player um, who probably would have been coming back would have been FDB but you know looking at him against Cambridge he was a sort of player was very much a box to box player so I think he gave uh, the luxury of Bannon and wing to stay further up the field. But obviously, then he wasn't there. And we brought an attacking player off. And- no,
6: for, for me- that's, but the, that contrasts with... It's all well and good Bannon wanting to sit in front of the centre, our center half, and so they've got the ball to take the ball off them. But if he's going to be the one that's going to be a deep-sitting player when we're in possession, he's got to be the one that chases back too because yeah. otherwise yeah. you get that gap between your midfield yeah. and your defence.
0: And that was it. The, 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 there, there was a good 15 to 20 yards between our back line who we were defending seven, eight yards out and our midfield... The midfield too, mm-hmm. all right. And I will mean, take your point that Bashir had gone off, and we we'd made the changes that we we'd made, and so forth. However, if I'm if we're standing here now and we're talking to um, anybody as amateur coaches, we you know you can we're, the first thing you do is you you tell your your midfield to to match the midfield that are running forward and pressing. um We can't afford in that situation. Maybe one can stay out, um, whoever it may be, but that just a the visual when you watch, if you, if you go back and look at their first goal, the visual of Bannon going, oh shit, I'm dropped to Bollock here. And there's a change of pace where he goes, I need to get back. And Wing, who, you know, I have, I have issues with Lewis Wing, by the way, uh, <laughs> uh, just didn't do anything. So Same, same here, Stevie. Same here. So, uh,
4: so I
5: think yeah, any, any other little ditties or any sort of thoughts about Wimbledon? Um, no, didn't think so. I think, I
4: think what surprised us all when we were when we went two you nil know, down. I know we discussed it after the game, didn't we, with Dan? Was uh, the vitriol from the crowd, the the, yeah. the way the crowd um, uh, took that? Um, there are a thousand there. thousand fans there. There, you probably say that they are the the core cool Wednesdayites who've got the most points. for going to away games, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, than the maddest ones, and it proper turned into it, ash. It was yeah. Yeah, there was there was quite
5: a quite a few uh, chance of you not fit to wear the shirt, um, and it wasn't just from three or four; it was from quite a few. Um,
0: it turned on the group
5: chat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, are we recording this week? I have things to
5: say. I, yeah, that that yeah, I, I do I do have things to say, but uh, I this is a family podcast, and we can't, <laughs> we, we can't go like we can't go into quite, that. But uh, it it was it 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 was um, yeah it was it was not nice to hear, see, look, but through the frustration of um, people giving up the day, the money. I know they go all over the country to to follow Wednesday, but they they I feel they have the right to shout and scream whatever they want to. They've paid the money if they feel that the players didn't turn up or let themselves down and let the the, the team and the coaches and and all the fans down by going 2-0 up and cruising and then obviously coming away with a point, then that's up to them. Um, And before we we go on, we must uh, mention our sponsor, Michael Constantine Wealth Management. He's the one who keeps us in Robinson's uh, Blackcurrant and Apple Juice, Jaipo and whatever horrible... Drinks that Stevie's drinking every night. So, only joking. He does not pay for Robinsons. Uh, thank you very much, Michael. And um, so, obviously, a disappointment from Wimbledon. Straight back to the training ground for the Owls. Uh, work on some stuff. And it's a trip to oh, what's, what's uh, the the arse end of England? Was it? I think. Uh, <laughs> Cambridge um, obviously not played them for a while and um, an away trip tricky Tuesday night away trip what do you think tricky it shouldn't have been and um, yeah we we came away with a point and it should have been more I feel but I can see why we only got a point so Ben what do you think Uh, Cambridge away one point Tuesday night, we could not do it on a cold, wet Tuesday night in Cambridge.
3: I think we're probably unlucky in the final 10 not to win it. William Palmer's header. What do you, what, what do you
5: think? Definitely a game of two halves. Game of
3: 75 a minutes. Yeah, it's 75 and 15. <laughs> I know people are saying let's be patient and everything but that were that were appalling that like first half especially were horrific against a side that what is it that they haven't won that they're not won in four or or the last four or something something like that
5: I'm going to stop I'm going to stop doing them sort of uh, stats or thinking about them because we've done it for the last couple of games and people we've played haven't won in eight nine or haven't but yeah, I think it was four.
3: They had they hadn't won in four. Sit, sit and what were sitting eighteenth or whatever. And I've said we need to be patient with them with this team. The amount of players we brought in, I'm sure we'll get on it Darren Moore, but that was horrendous. That that was a performance. If you lose that, that's what starts costing people jobs, performances like that, because they could have had more. To be honest, they could have had two, possibly three in the first half. Um, I think shortly after they scored the first one, they had another one where, if I inside anticipates it, puts it back in, ball ball flash just wide um, from a ball in. Defending were pretty atrocious all round. And I I said it probably, I think, at half-time, maybe just into the second half before he got his goal, but Delhi Rochira were probably the only... Only bright spot. Banner had a decent game as well, to be honest. But other than that, I, I don't think there were the much from anybody. I think the other Bashir were really the only shining light. Yeah, to, 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 totally agree with that one, Ben. Uh, uh, Steve there? No, I'd
0: agree. Um, I, I, I'm not quite as critical in terms of as poor as we were first half, towards the end of the first half. I think. Um I've just got I've got major issues with Wing, as I've just said. Um, he's not the player that people have told me he was, as far as I'm concerned. And you know, you can have a bad game here or there, but I've just not seen
3: anything from the bloke, to be honest with you. You're telling him. me he's not
5: worn his magic hat.
3: It seems it seems just do you know what? It seems like Adam Reach. Yeah. Last, last I think I years. said oh, yeah. that's a good so comparison. Completely, yeah. com- completely bereft of confidence because yeah. with what people have said about it, it's better than what he's showing. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. It just seems the <laughs> see,
0: confidence. He's reached light and the the, the, the one-on-one, oh. I think he with confidence, and you know takes it first time. He takes mm-hmm. it first time, his his touch was heavy. There was a couple of clunky bits in. Once he's had his first touch, where I, I think it catches his, his standing foot, and he's, he's not in position to, you know, to do anything with it. Even you know, that's not a player playing with confidence, and um, I think that's a problem. Um, I don't know what the, the the answer to that is necessarily. Uh, the other one for me is Johnson. Um, yeah. I can remember uh, Dave a couple of weeks ago talking about. We were talking about Johnson, what his best uh, position was.
3: No, played, no, no, not
6: one. Really. We
0: played him further up the pitch the other night. He, he was absolutely horrendous.
6: Sorry. I still don't think that formation. Uh, again, not necessarily being in fairness to well, in fairness to Johnson, but without giving him much credit, I still don't think the formation suits him. I think he has to be a four-four-two. I, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely. I'm not
0: disagreeing with you at all. No, um, just, but... no,
5: I, I think I just don't think he's a footballer. I don't think it matters what formation. Uh, I, I really don't see anything from him.
4: What what that formation showed was that we had nothing on that left hand side with Johnson and, and 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 Hunt on the other side was making the most of it, but within ten minutes we saw that that formation wasn't right. That that no. formation was was it, it played into it played into Cambridge's hands. Um, Johnson was just awful. Um, Wing, like you say, he he he's 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 definitely. Uh, worse I would say than probably than uh, reach beforehand. I, you can't play with Bani in that central midfield the shining light was yeah. Delhi I thought he had a superb game. I think at the back um, I thought that I didn't have the best of games no. um, I thought Dunkley, actually at some points looked better than I offer um, and I, I just it, it, it was it was awful it was awful. And, and it, it, it was crying out for formation change. It was crying out for it, of which he did in the second half. And that's when we came alive. Uh, and, and, I, and that's where I was starting to think, if we're seeing it, why isn't the manager seeing it? Uh, and certainly the, the wing-backs, supposedly the wing-backs he was playing, it, it, certainly on the left side, didn't work, full stop. Is that down to Johnson or is it just down to the formation? I don't know.
3: We mentioned it. We mentioned it earlier um, when when we said about Gregory needing somebody to play off him next to him. And while I think it personally, I think it 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 has worked. Well I, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. Would you have Patterson in behind Gregory and Berrinho? And that's pretty much what we did against Bolton, and it it half worked. So when we say about Gregory, you know, having someone to play off him, you'd imagine that a bit Barinia. But we're not put. We haven't, we haven't well, given that an opportunity to flourish. Which I, at the moment I don't see why we aren't doing. I mean,
5: uh, this, this. We'll we'll get onto this after this game because I want to I want to talk about it. But uh, it, it's it's what we got Bergenio for. What have we brought him for? What we brought him in for? But we'll we'll go into that. We'll game. I thought Cambridge. Um, I thought Patterson in the first half had had a, a good game. Uh, I thought he put himself around a bit. I don't know why he got a yellow card for where I was where I where I was stood. I'm sorry, <laughs> but, but it was comical. That,
3: really that's, what, a, that's another example of referees not being able to manage players in this yeah. league. Yeah. You just well, just, I, just get on with it. No, nobody deserved to be booked out of that situation. I,
5: I got I got a real I got a real thing about that, especially Cambridge, is what the fuck do linesmen do or assistants or whatever they're called. Because uh, when I was watching uh, the incident with uh, Bannon and I think it was the number seven, the number little, seven. Yeah, little two balls on the pitch. That's right. Yeah. So the ball got yeah. Anyway, um, and the ref was had his back to the incident and walking away, so he didn't actually see what happened or anything. So he, and then all the crowd was shouting, effing and jeffing and all that, and it was the linesman that actually said, but the linesman didn't do anything. He, he he must have given him the wrong information, or what I don't know what, but yeah, it was just a, a comical incident. And Patterson to get a yellow card, obviously, yeah, it didn't didn't goes on his uh, record, but obviously it doesn't. It didn't cost us in the game. Um, yeah, uh, and Bannon, he, he was kicking off. He was he got the proper little angry Scotsman going on, but with justification. um But. It, it was. It was. Yeah. To go on with the the refing and, and stuff, it's ridiculous. Really, really is. Um, the gulf in refereeing and officiating between the Championship and League One, massive. I, I really can't get over it. And we, we said earlier about it, but uh, for me, yeah, I, it was poor. So today so, so then Cambridge, what um, obviously losing half time. What do you say? Excuse me. <laughs> what do you say to the guys when you when they rock up into that lovely air-conditioned, heated changing room? They've no doubt got at Cambridge.
6: I think it's it's difficult because um, I, I genuinely think more in his coaching staff, like, and his coach and stuff like like all the previous managers we've had every every everyone from the, the Premier League right through to Sunday League. You know, the, the, every every coaching team has set up a plan. Uh, before the game with, with expectation and a hope that it's going to win. So it must be frustrating when Moore and his team are there and they've got players that's just not clicking. So I, the worry is this formation thing. When things aren't working, when fans can see it, and they can see it early on, and then there's a, an insistence to, to carry on. I don't know whether it's a pride on, on the manager's part to, to want their, want their planted to work. Or is it better to just accept it and say, well, look, we'll, we'll try this. We'll try something a bit different. Whatever combination of words uh, Moore and his team's found at half-time, whether it's come from the players as well, speaking up, it has been a better second half. The only thing I can really add, I think everyone's covered a lot of the points, and a lot of the issues quite well. The only thing I noticed when I was looking back through the highlights earlier is sometimes... I think using the wing, the wing chance is a good example of when we've got the ball into it, it's a good, a good position, and then you've got a player that's lacking in confidence, uh, not taking an opportunity where perhaps if that same player is playing with a confidence, he scores it, or if it's a different player who's playing with the tail up a bit more, they score it. But it wasn't a surprise when he missed that. With Deli Bashiru's goal. It was one of the few occasions that I've seen where what we did, uh, and it was a gripe of mine uh, in a Bolton game, and it has been for other matches, which is the problem has been we haven't changed defence into attack quickly enough, which means that oppositions have been able to set up against us quickly because we've intercepted the ball, we're trying to turn defence into attack, and we take any to do it. What I thought with the Dilly Bouchero goal we did is we moved from defence to midfield to attack quickly. It wasn't just pumping it forward. It wasn't overplaying it. It wasn't checking back and checking forward. You no, know, like you might get banned doing it sometimes, but he gets the ball and just wants to pivot constantly. Mm-hmm. It moved forward slick. It moved forward well. It was simple little passes, and it was a well-taken goal. And I think sometimes it just needs to be that simplicity. And if you've got people like Dilly Beshira who are making runs into the box, and even mentioning Wing, even though he missed the opportunity, he is making those runs into the box. So that's maybe how we're trying to utilise Gregory, rather than having a Berhino... You know, or a can bear it or a Patson playing off him. Maybe the idea is that that Gregory gets the ball, and we're looking for the midfield runners to come through, and we need more from them. But as poor as it was when Wing was through on goal and didn't take his chance, it was simplicity, but but perfect for that very for that goal. That's what we need to be looking to try and do. Look for the opportunities where maybe. Bannon can excel in a higher level of opposition because your pass has to be incisive. It has to be dead weight. It has to be perfect. Whereas I think in this league, it's less about a ball that goes 22 yards, 21 yards isn't far enough and 23 yards is too far. It just needs a bit more dy- dynamicism, if that's a word. It needs to be a bit more movement, a bit more just putting yourself about. And I think that's what will get you. That's what will get you progress in this league. And yeah. you know, if we see more of that, and we play, and we get the heads in the place. We are a League One team. We need to play the League One style to get League One wins. Then perhaps that's the point when we start turning a corner.
5: Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's been the same with me. I've, I've noticed it. The the, the 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 pace and the speed of going from defense to attack has been pedestrian. at Sometimes it's best. been um, passing between the defender's centre halves, just going sideways. Then it's like you said to Bannon. Uh, and then he passes it back, he turns, and it's taking an age to get there, where some teams, and don't get me wrong, the the only team that I've, I know Stephen mentioned earlier about Oxford, the only team that I've been impressed with has been Plymouth. I think we've, as a team, I think we've made them look good. Cambridge were awful. They were really, I think, I feel they were really bad. It's the fact that we were just abject in that first half. Um, and that's that's been quite a, a, a theme for me. The games we've played, where we've drawn Wimbledon once again, they were not in that game. We've we've cre- we've created them to be better. If you know what I mean by the way we're playing, we've set up. Now I don't know if Moore's setting up in one way, and he's gonna that's his way or the highway. That's it. He's gonna do that, or he's looked at who we're playing and thought, right, this system that I want to play. It, it will nullify them. We can get round them. We can, but it's not working. As mm. soon as he changed it against Cambridge, look look what happened. Like, like Ben said, the last 15 minutes, yeah. it was like a totally different game. And we got the goal, a it. A, a great goal. Like I said, we we're on about wing missing an absolute sitter and his shit. And he shouldn't be in a chef Wednesday Wednesday. But, um, FDB's, uh, goal really well taken a, a lot harder to finish but got it mm-hmm. then after that it was all Wednesday we we should have won it like the keeper made a cracking save mm-hmm. um, and even and I know don't want to say this but Johnson had a, a, a drive from 20 odd yards out when mm-hmm. their keeper made a good save it, it looked like it might have gone wide anyway but yeah anyway. it, it actually stayed on the pitch yeah so um so the formation, what, what what do you think? He's brought, he's made the changes. He made two changes, brought brought people on and then switched it four four two. 4-4-2. Why is it taking him so long? Like I said, is it his his formation? He wants to prove that that's going to work and, and needs to prove it's going to work. Or, or at half-time? He had to make a change at half-time for me, and he didn't. So. so what do you think formation is... It's a big thing, but is he constantly getting it wrong?
3: I think we need to, as, as Dave said, just simplify things. And I think four four two would do that, to be honest. With um...
5: it's not sexy, is it though? Four four two has not been sexy for a it, while, it, has it?
3: it? League one, isn't? I know
5: exactly. Well, well, there you go. That's yeah. that's exactly it, though, Ben. isn't it, uh, and people have said on on social media that we, we we're always thinking that we're too big for the.
3: We're not. Look, t- t- years now, now. we went up playing football that was probably the, the least sexiest that we have ever seen. Yep. For Wednesday and for 75, 80% of the season, we played that way. And
4: I'm
0: assuming that you've left the the Josh Luca years out of that.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
4: Mentally
0: blocked it. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the, like that men in
5: black into you know where someone shines a light that's it gone.
4: I'm sure we'll we'll get onto Corbiano, but he, he's when when we started the season we bought players who are natural wingers, Shidipo, Corbiano. You know we've got players who can play out there, and and when Shadipo came onto that left wing, he caused he caused them all sorts of trouble, caused them all sorts of trouble which we hadn't seen for seventy odd minutes. You know, and, and and we we were starting to come down the flanks, which we hadn't done for seventy odd minutes, and and it, and it showed that that was or that sort of wing play was needed, whether it be the four four two, we needed more strength across the mid uh, across the wings, and it proved that. And and if we've got the players, he's not playing those players, so was- we've got the talent to play on those wings, and we have. I don't think we've seen enough of Corbiano to. Say should he or shouldn't be playing? I mean, I didn't go to the Mansfield game, but it was heralded as being the player of the game against Mansfield. Never played since. You're not even come on as a sub. Mm. You
6: know,
4: uh, uh, it 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 beggars belief that we've we've signed these players and then we're not playing
6: them. It's contradicting what we're saying a little bit. We, we, I think we've all uh, nods along at the thought of simplified football being the, the, being at least at the first foundation of where we can kick on to but do you think that perhaps Corbiano is week, day in, day out of training, just getting a ball and just doing step overs constantly and Moore's just like, that. Look, that's great, that's fantastic if we're doing a show reel, if you look at the show what you can do but if you're saying to Corbiano hug the line, get it, beat your man, put a cross in, do you think perhaps the issue is that, or whatever instruction Moore is given to his wide players, is it the possibility that Maybe, and he's a talented lad, don't get me wrong, but is he, Is the issue that he's not following instruction, that he's been set by the coaching staff, and that's the reason why he's not playing.
1: Maybe,
5: but then why has he come to the club? Because uh, for me, like Darren Moore's had these 14 players, uh, and we'll come on to obviously this now. Uh, he's brought in 14 players. Uh, for me, on paper, you look at the 14 players, 11, 12 of them, you'd think, oh my God, how's he, how's he managed to bring them in to League One on the budget that we've supposedly not got. Um, half a Snickers, three bent washers and dog hair. Um, <laughs> but, and you you look at them on paper, but then you look
3: at them on grass and it's totally different. It's... Uh, it's like last season. We had the team far too good to go down. and we Yeah. Still went. So, so if it's,
5: <laughs> excuse me, so, if it's happened again and we, we can go we can go through, we can do like a bit of a, a third season review maybe of something like the, the signings that he's brought in. But for me, they've just, he's had the, the 14 players. He's just not used them how I thought he's brought a certain player. Because I, I don't know football. Steve, you'll know better than me. Ben, you'll know better. But surely a manager brings a player in to do a job or he sees... The potential to do a job to cover a certain position to do this to do that. He brought
6: a left back that he never plays at left back so it's not it's, it's consistent with it, isn't
5: it? <laughs> he brought a left midfielder. He never <laughs> <played>. <laughs> <laughs> this pretty, well this then? is this is the question then. He's not even playing them. <laughs> How would you on a on a on a quick thing uh, uh over an average of the fourteen players would you rate most transfers at the minute for me it's about a four there's only Gregory that's consistently... A denurin. A denurin. Oh, a denurin. shit,
4: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> shit, man,
3: he's good. Yeah.
4: But, I think,
3: but, I the like go on then. <laughs> there's not many more, though, that you'd um, say they've, they've um, set
4: place alight, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we've not exactly. said, I don't think we've seen enough of them. I don't think we've seen enough of them. I don't. Well, we've don't got Silla still, still 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 a Black, Silla South... <laughs> He, he, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, Silasau. Is he left left winger, right winger? He's
5: a winger. I think he can play you know, oh, he's not had enough. Corbin we, now.
4: We, You know, we've we brought these players in, and and we haven't. I know at the start of the season we were saying about having a, a a side where we try and keep the same side all the time, but he's chopping, changing that often. And bear in mind, we've also got a, a spine in that team who who are actually left, leftovers from last season. You know we've got we've got Palmer, who I would be the first name on the team sheet for me. Palmer, I'm certainly sit firmly in. Well, yeah, if you're starting that. from
5: the bottom, if you're starting yeah. from like the bench, <laughs> up, yeah, easy.
4: But, but you've got Bannon, you've got obviously I often missed most of last season, but you've got Dunkley Um, you know, with Patterson's got back in the side. You know, we've got we've got a, a, a spine down the centre of the side. That's actually the team that got relegated last season, and then but, we, we occasionally add on, add on. The, the the players that we've signed, but you know,
3: is that slightly worrying that the side that we thought were horrendous, good enough that, that we needed to bring all these players in, they're still the spinning the team? Yeah, and I find,
4: yeah, that, definitely. We've, yeah. We've, we've got this plethora of wingers who we're all playing, and when you look at it now, it but, sort of points to the fact that we actually need a couple of centre backs. But what what does that say? That's that's a problem with more then because
5: it's not like he's he's been brought in and these plays were already here. These are plays that he's supposedly brought in, yeah, but yeah. you never know. Deal with people higher up or behind the scenes, and you don't yeah. know with this. So he's brought in these uh, Shadipo, uh, Cobaneo, and Silasau, who uh, uh, plays either wing, I believe. And he's not even playing a formation that that will accommodate them, guys. Yeah. Uh, I I, I, I,
6: agree yeah. I agree with that actually because you say if he wants to if his intention was to play ring backs rather than signing five wingers you sign ring backs don't you you yeah. sign players that you, yeah. you square pegs and square holes isn't it yeah. you don't you don't buy players just because they're and then go oh crap I've got to think what I do you know it's, it's bonkers.
5: J- Jaden Brown I mean for all his attacking and, and I'm not a massive fan of them, for his attacking that uh, he's really his defending is awful. He's. i watched him against wigan and it was it was it, he was out of position he was wandering he didn't know where he needed to be and then obviously Wimbledon, we've, we've covered uh, his uh, distinct lack of defending there
6: um, well, Here's the point actually just to, just interrupt on that it's probably cos we've bashed on this before um about uh, bannon in his position as captain do you think that perhaps the defense like somebody like brown would be better and organized better if a center half or a defender is the captain so they can move them about a little bit more like we would have done in, in the days of glenn Luvens. you've got somebody who's watching the whole game from the back like Luvens and better? lees
0: type of
3: thing yeah the thing were that that's because we had glenn yeah. We don't yeah but glenn mm-hmm. Luvens, we've got Iof and dunkley Possibly Hutchinson, if he's going to be fit and playing centre-back. But otherwise, I offer and him, don't B- 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 yeah. captain because he's the best leader we've got. Whether people think he's a, a, is a good the, captain or not, he's the best that we've is got.
5: He's the only perceived leader we've got. That's yeah. that's my thing. I don't think he's a leader. I really don't. He's the longest-serving first-teamer, should we call it, that thing. He is. Everyone keeps oh. going about he's the best midfielder yeah. in the league. Oh, um, oh, um, Palmer, um, but he's not really a first teamer, is
4: he? I would I would say that, that no, Liam is but Liam is the guy to actually give the captain's armband. Maybe. Maybe. I I, I, I I when when we changed the formation in the second half, he grabbed that game by the scruff of the neck. He really grabbed that name by, and started coming forward. And he started doing what Dave alluded to earlier on was quick, fast, passing football, getting the ball was forward as quick as possible. When we were passing the ball between Dunkley I uh, offer oh. and, and Johnson oh. at the back. It was so pedestrian that Cambridge just went and sat back, got got back into position, and just soaked it all up and waited for the break, which was quite easy for them to do. But Palmer got that ball and drove it out. And was it Palmer flicked it over the over the defender for FDB hey, to score? No, Berghini. Was that Berghini? Yeah, oh, it was. It was great. Yeah. That was fab. That that was fantastic. That was just. Mm. Needs to class that, but no, I I I agree entirely about uh, Bannon, I, and I'll go back to when he had the altercation with the player with the, the two balls on the pitch. That's not what a captain should be doing. Is facing up and coming to the point where it looks like one of the two is going to headbutt each other. It's not what a captain does. Captain doesn't do that. Captain. He's the one that, that drags that the out. player away. That's doing that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, he's not the one causing the issues. Patterson's the guy who's going into that. Yes, uh, um, um Roy oh, King
0: <laughs> you know we can sit here and wax lyrical about who should be captain and who should yeah, be. We. Um, it, at that level as far as I'm concerned I've got no issue with the captain they could make Jaden Brown the captain I don't really care I don't think if I'm controversially um, I don't think it matters who the captain is at the minute I think you, you go out there yeah, yeah, we've, we've got boys, size has got a lad who's going to play football, you know. Is that, is that,
5: bit, is that you being a bit, um, is that dissing on League One there? Would you have said that if we were in the championship about not having a captain yeah. and, and stuff?
1: I, I,
0: I, It doesn't matter. I, I, I honestly don't think, uh, unless you get to a certain point where your captain is that fucking influential, I don't yeah. think it matters. You should have 11 players that are captain on the pitch. For me, And so Banner, so you reckon Bannon's not I'll put my neck out there. I'll put my neck out there now. Um for me, the best captain at the club is probably Dunkley because he's vocal. You look at him on the pitch. Um we 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 wouldn't wear Dunkley as a captain because he's in there <laughs> well this is it and that's exactly the point
5: or is perceived to with, be rubbish sorry yeah we
0: don't we don't agree with his performances we, we're, yeah. we're not what he's doing uh let's be right our best 11 we'd all sit here now For whether we agree with him being a first team squad member or not he's not going to get into our first 11 although i thought he played quite well the other night cambridge yeah yeah i agree yeah, he did. he's got the armband on whether palmer's got the armband on whether bannon's got the armband on um, for me, the 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 biggest honour that our captain will get this year will be lifting a trophy at the end of the season, whether that be Peace a cup, pizza cup, or it be the the playoff, or it be the the league. Other than that, it makes no difference to me. You know that back line is marshaled by Dunkley when Dunkley plays, and he's playing well and he's got the confidence. That's happening. That is happening. I will do his bits. Dunkley will be vocal. Middle of the park, when Bannon's in there, it's going to be Bannon. Why can't we have Gregory, who's on, on the crest of a wave, wearing a captain's armband? You no, were the
3: one I was going to mention. Do you, do, do you
0: know what I mean? The, 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 the captain thing, I think, is a non... It, it, it's almost a non-discussion to me. I'm sorry. It, it means... Not fussed, I don't care where he on. I don't think, to today's point, I don't think the fact that uh, we've, we've got players that are seeing the game or not seeing the game, and that be a reason why we're we're subpar. I think you you strip it back to it, its most simple form. What's happening in terms of our formation and the way that we're playing at the moment, Moore's throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks when 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 we're behind because the original formation and what have you hasn't worked. Um, I don't think Moore has tactically changed the game the other night. I think basically what he's done is he's, he's run onto the pitch, give it his... like he does... Um, give it give them all a clap and they've gone in there and got after it and just raised their game um i think it were a, the other night for me personally it was the 11 lads that have gone shit we should not we should not be losing to cambridge the other night uh let's lift it let's get the ball forwards let's be a bit more direct um and, and, and we'll we'll go from there is that is that something you i think, think we are overthinking it
5: yeah if that if that's how you perceive it stevie you would you are you happy with that man being in charge then, if you're if you're saying that it's...
6: it's, it's
5: <laughs> you got him. That was brilliant. Are you saying that... Are you, <laughs> are you saying you're happy with that? If you're going to say that 11 guys have gone, had, their, uh, had a shit, had a shower at half-time or whatever they do, I don't know. I'd never play football really, so um, drink Lucas' I've, aid or I've, I've,
0: whatever. I've, I've, and then gone,
5: actually, we need to go out and play and Darren Moore's sat there and not said anything. I don't know what he's like in the in thing. And you're, you'd you be happy with
0: that. I, uh, you guys have co- covered it. And I've just sat and I've had three, four minutes. So I've just listened to what you guys have been talking about. And would I be happy with that? No, not necessarily. Do I agree with his formation um, and the, the, the transfer business that he's done? Not necessarily. Um, the players that are playing at the moment, are they his? The majority of them aren't. Um, but let, let, let's strip it back a bit and, and, and just have a, a moment to reflect. We've signed Berahino, um on paper. We'd, we'd all fall over ourselves to go, on. you know, when he's on the pitch and he's at it, that's a great signing for League One. £25 were Ad- worth for Spurs at one time, was yeah. it? Something like that? We've got, got Adonir in it. Um, fantastic signing. We've got Gregory over the line. We've got Lewis Wing. Before anybody kicks a ball pre-season, yep. everybody's going Lewis Wing Championship top-end Championship player. Yeah, um, other, other
5: clubs gutted missing out.
0: Yeah, we've got Corbin who's coming. Um, yeah, nineteen years old Canadian international. He's come to the club. All fantastic acquisitions. I could go on and on. We've got Peacock Farrell. After five games, Peacock Farrell was the greatest uh, goalkeeper Sheffield Wednesday have ever had. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, hindsight's a wonderful thing, foresight's a wonderful thing at the end of the day. Nobody can argue with the transfer business, in my opinion, that uh Darren Moore has, has, yes. has made we, on paper.
5: Of course, oh, that's what paper, I said. Yeah,
0: 14 lads in those 14 lads have replaced mm-hmm. some absolute shite. Um, with due respect to the players that have gone, um, we were never going to retain the likes of reach we were never going to retain the likes of leaves because they aren't going to play league one football and we do respect to those two boys and good luck to them and odobar who's going on and doing bits in the in the championship now it just melts my head but that's an, again that's another story we've replaced big wages and players with big wages and big reputations at sheffield wednesday football club with a squad that is good enough for getting out of league one that means that there's a problem somewhere I like Darren Moore. I do. I'm, I've got a lot of time for the bloke. Is he is he doing things right at the minute? No, I don't think he is. Um, is it right to get rid of him? <laughs> We've had this conversation. I don't necessarily think it is because if we get rid of Darren Moore. We're going to have to get rid of Jamie Smith. We're going to have to get rid of the, the backroom stuff that he's brought in. We're, we're, we're going to have to pay off all the compensation that, that, that that's going to cost us. Um, he's brought fourteen lads in, and within three months, we're now saying we've got to get rid of him, and the players aren't good enough. Um, I don't know what our best formation is. I don't know who our best lineup is. I know that I like uh, FDB. I think he's brilliant. He's he, he's he is the one at the moment who's come in and has been given a chance, and he's been worth a chance. He's he's almost as stereotypical. You, you 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 wait your turn, you get your chance, you take it. For me, that's it. Now he's the one that's going to go and kick on. I think he makes. He compliments Bannon at the, the bits that I've seen over the last two, three games. He compliments Bannon miles better than Wing, miles yeah. better. Yeah. I think, I think we can find a style of play that means that Bannon can do his little bit of I'm going to be the facilitator for everybody else. And and he's almost like, and absolutely not in the same way, don't get me wrong, he's almost like the next version of Kieran Lee, in that they're gonna compliment themselves each other really, really well, as far as I'm concerned. Um we can't complain about Gregory. I think Gregory's goal-to-game ratio is going to be better than uh, what we've had in the... He's, he's an absolute upgrade on Kachunga. Nobody's going to disagree with that. You know, like we've said, we've, we've got a lad who in goal who's playing international football. Um, yes, he's made mistakes, but again, go back a month and look where we were. Um, getting rid of more is not the right decision at the moment. I don't... I'm not happy with what's happening. And no. hence... That hence the the monologue and the rant that I'm on at the moment. It's uh, not right. But 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 let's call a space. And I said this last time, last time we were on the podcast. We sat down at the end of season review and we said if we get mid-table next season, that's an acceptable season for us because we're in regrowth. You know, where we, we, we we've got to get things right behind the scenes, we've got to get the club right, we've got to get stability. For me, the club is well on the way to being stable. It's us. It's almost us that are the problem in that we think we should be pissing the league. We should be top of the league. We've got no, there's no way that Cambridge should be taking points off us. There's no way we should be losing to Plymouth. Why not? Oh. All,
3: a, at not some point, that. At a, where some we point, are, at, at some point, you have to stick with a manager through thick and thin, even just for a season, which, you know, 20 years ago wouldn't seem like a big thing, but now it is. Yeah. Sticking with manager through a season that you might not do very well for some reason—that seems ridiculous now. But as you said, there is no point. And I, I'm in the same boat. And that, like, like I've already said about Cambridge tonight, that was shocking. It were horrendous. But w- what what is the point of cha- changing your manager after 12, 13 games? When if you,
0: if
5: you look at the, if
3: you look at the league, people
0: changing the manager right now is the equivalent of buying a lottery ticket because we 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 can go and go right those six numbers over there we're going to win us a million pounds you know darren moore isn't right for us we can say that or we can we can agree or disagree but let's go say and you know the the the, the, yeah but at least
5: i know that i have to pick six numbers darren moore ain't got a clue what to pick
0: Moore's More, naysayers are going to say, "Right, let's get Ryan Lowe in. He's got Plymouth at the top of the league to play great football. They've absolutely spent Ryan Lowe comes up the road and and goes into Tilsborough. Who's to say that the, exactly the same thing doesn't happen?" Uh, we,
1: yeah, that's what, the same way did, any
4: manager. Right, Ryan Lowe was there, wasn't Ryan Low there this season before as well? Was is he? Was he there the season before? Yeah, he's been there, he's there a couple. Three years ago, he's, he he's got no, a set of players oh, who he's used to. I think I think we're in a position here. Um. Well, we've got a new manager, a new team. I, I, I certainly don't wish us to, to get rid of him. But what I do wish is we get away from the throwing the shits at the wall and seeing what sticks. I think he needs to start putting it... And one thing that um, on our WhatsApp group, um, the word that constantly keeps being banged around is we haven't got an idea. That is a family show. there's no identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. And we haven't got that because we're chopping and changing all the time. You just don't know. You don't know who's going to be on the wing. You don't know who's going to be playing where. Is it? Is it Brown? Is it Johnson? It, it, you know, we need to start. You can always guarantee it's going to be Bannon and somebody else and Gregory. But we we are putting a stamp on it to say this team is the team we're going to stick with, and then put round pegs in round holes. Well, um, it
5: it it doesn't it doesn't it, it doesn't know. I don't I don't think he he really knows. He's trying to. Um, thought, pick a team today. But if you look at if you look at the table, um after 13 games, three points off playoffs, playing as poor as we have done. Uh, and if you look at the teams with beat, they're in the top with the four. I think we beat four out of the top six, I think, uh, out of our five games. So if you look at that, you can't yeah. argue with him. You can't it's argue, you can't argue it's, for sacking him. But then the
4: league's massively close, isn't it? The league's massively close. There's a lot of teams in there. I think I think I think if we'd not had the lone players and the players that we've signed, who we brought in, as Steve's alluded to, if we'd not had those, I think the trouble is we, are, we haven't managed our expectations. The fan base, we we, we we are we are quite positive that a top ten would be a fantastic performance for this season, um, and the club has... And, and then these people have come in, and, and then all of a sudden, on the crest of a wave. And I think we've been guilty of it as well at the start of the podcast, at the start of the season, where Ben was saying what the odds are being the Invincibles and this, that, and the other. And then we went to point. It. It, it, it never going to It all went to its so, up. You know, so we've got to manage our expectations here, but also as well, the manager has to realize that the constant tinkering. Constant change in the formations of players isn't going to win any fans, and we've seen it, haven't we? History of other clubs who are constantly do that that success eludes them. He's got to start sticking with a team that that you know, we, we, which will start grinding results out in this league. That's what we've got to start doing. I, I
3: just feel that if if you didn't know your football or whatever, and you you were just you know learning about the atmosphere around Wednesday and Hillsborough. That you'd think we would have been, you know, bottom six. We're we're nine points off the top with a game in hand. There's only Plymouth, Sunderland, and Wickham who are the top three that have lost less games than us. There's a game in hand
4: against um, Sunderland. (laughs) Sunderland.
3: Tuesday. Week on Tuesday.
4: Sorry.
5: Is it? Next next Tuesday. Oh, is it next year? Oh, yeah. Because, oh, which actually, that's very good, that guy's, because that's a great segue to the, the draw that was made on Sunday. For the next round, oh, yeah, also in the next round. No, 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 it's the next round because some teams started in June, didn't they? So yeah. it's just the next round of the cup. So I was sat there with my lad in front of the telly, going, <laughs> "Oh, I fancy an away game at Pontifact Casuals or whatever they call the Corinthians or something like that." Yeah, that's not going to happen, is it? I've got to sit on a Sunday afternoon in the pissing cold with no pie, shit beer. Bloody getting absolutely I don't I know, know, drunk. Yeah. yeah. Now fresh air, not armchair, Simon. Fresh <laughs> air, not armchair. <laughs> I stole off somebody, so I don't claim that was that's a good one. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah. So FA Cup draw. Quick. Um, happy, sad. Not bothered. Not going. Couldn't give a shit. Um, FA Cup's rubbish. Pizza Cup all the way. Dave, what do you reckon?
6: I've got masters and masses and masses of sympathy for the poor folk of Plymouth yeah. who are going to have to come. That's just that is just completely inconsiderate when it came to uh, picking a tie. Yes, uh, Plymouth are doing well in the league; are probably the the highest ranked team in terms of yeah. league position at the moment. And you know, so I understand that, but. Um, in a time when we're trying to get back into football matches, go back into normal life. I don't think that's done it. I think I saw somebody put on Twitter that for anybody wanting to catch the uh, first available stream from Plymouth to Sheffield, they'll get there um, about an hour and 45 minutes after kickoff. Um, yeah, so that would tw- be good. 27 um, minutes past two, I believe. Something Yeah, like that. which is ideal for a quarter one kickoff or whatever it is. So... Um, Ultimately, do I, is it an exciting time? Not particularly. Do I massively care about the FA Cup? Not particularly. Um, is it an opportunity to try and cement um, what we're doing, what we're supposed to be doing, what we're wanting to do against a good opposition rather than Pontefract casuals or some other lower league team, Grimsby or whatever? But, but I think if we can treat it like every league match we've had so far, try and use it as an opportunity to have, work at our best level <laughs> in a formation. Let's try and take from it what we can.
5: Steve,
0: FA
6: Cup, Grimsby.
0: <laughs> Next round, please. Oh, is that me? Was that me? Yeah, yeah, Steve. What do you think, FA Cup? Um, I'd agree with the um, the the sentiment around the Plymouth fans. It, it, you know, surely there's going to be, and I, I haven't looked, but if you if you look at tradition, there there will be a, a an early game a mid-afternoon game and probably an evening game and then a game on Monday night there's no reason that they couldn't have played that game at a time that would have suited um, Plymouth fans coming up so I do feel for them Um, I'd like us I'm I'm an old-fashioned kid at heart I want us to do as well as we possibly can I can remember Millwall getting to the final when they were you know uh, were they League One when they played in, in, in the final a few years ago? Yeah. Um, they were certainly down there. Um, I couldn't. I went to the Portsmouth uh, final when Portsmouth got to the, 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 the final of the Cup as well.
4: Um, well, there was a certain little football team that I got to the League Cup final in 91, wasn't
0: there? Yeah. Somebody's somebody, somebody somebody's been to Wembley before and, and played outside the top division. I'm all for... Momentum, doing as well as we can. I think we get about seventy-five grand if we win the if we win the uh, the tie. Which, although we've you know we're not in the dire straits that we have been, it's it's important. The the further we go in the competition, the better it is for us in terms of momentum, in terms of finance. Um I just hope that Moore doesn't put out the the pizza cup squad against Plymouth because we'll absolutely absolutely get roasted, and that's not going to be productive in any way, shape, or form. Are, are,
5: are Plymouth going to be bothered? Do you reckon either? They're sitting pretty, yeah. like say, so. yeah. do they really? They don't, I would imagine they don't really want this either. They you, would have probably imagined to play, I don't know, some shit Tim team, Grimsby, in the next round or something. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I agree. It's I, I like football. I like going watching Wednesday. I go all over. Uh, I wanted to go somewhere different. I wanted to go to a little ground somewhere back and beyond, but now I have to go to Hillsborough. And Plymouth, the worst draw we could have got. So for me, if he plays X, Y, or Z player and we get knocked out, it's not its not a massive thing. We've, we have cliches all, all night, but we have got other fish to fry,
0: to be honest. Um, I think it's, a in all seriousness, though, Ash, it's a damning indictment on us and our aspirations and expectations. If we are, and again, with due respect to Plymouth, if we're lining up and Plymouth are going, this ain't a big game for us. Um, it's the first round of the FA, we're putting the second string out away at Sheffield Wednesday on TV. Yep. Uh, that, that just goes to the point that we need to reassess our expectations and understand no. we are not the, the big, biggest fish or the biggest uh, I, th-
5: I think it's purely down to their league position, Stevie. I know it's, it's early and it's before 100%. Christmas and all that. Absolutely agree with you.
0: Yeah, if, I, they I,
5: were, I agree. if they were mid-table, I, th- I think they would have probably looked at this going, actually, oh, actually this is a great... This is a great game for us. Next round, Sheffield Wednesday, mid-table. Well, just above mid-table, doing okay. Um So yeah, for, for me, yeah, I, yeah, whatever. Steve, uh, Simon, what do you think?
4: I I, 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 I've got the the romantic part of me says we want to go as far as we can in the FA Cup, but the the teams in the Premiership and taking the romance out of the FA Cup, haven't they? They just, you know, they'd rather not play in it. Um, I, I I don't know. I'd like to, us to, to, to use it as, you know, if Plymouth are putting out a full-strength team, I'd like to see us put a strong full-strength team out to gauge how we sit against them. We've, they've already beaten us once. 3-0 incoming again. You know, again. so we've we've got to go down the route of taking every game seriously. Um, who knows what side he'll put out? Because we don't know what side he puts out in, in, in these <laughs> games. that's you know? a very good point. Very good um, point. I mean, we've got we've got two games before. We've got three games before that. You know, we've got we've got we've got Lincoln at home on Saturday. We've got Cheltenham, and then we've got Sunderland at home on the Tuesday. So there's three games to go yet before we even play Plymouth. I, I feel for them in regards to they've made it a Sunday tire at lunchtime, which is absolutely ridiculous. Unfortunately, we've been there as well. And then we're going down to Chelsea one Sunday evening and, and watching us against Chelsea, 8 o'clock kick-off, no trains back that night, you know, and having to drive all the way home. And, I, and it stinks. Football-controlling games stinks, but that's why all this money's come into the game and, and you know, clubs are up to their eyes in debt, etc. The whole lot stinks, but me personally... Old adage. I want us to concentrate on the league, and I want us to start getting an identity and putting their team together. We, we, you know, we get an eleven that, that Darren wants to keep playing together, and that starts on Saturday against Lincoln City.
5: Yeah, Lincoln. Um, come on, let's finish off, shall we? On a high, shall we finish? We're all being a bit negative there. So, uh, what about prediction for Saturday then? Like, like Simon says, Lincoln at home. Uh, normal three o'clock kickoff. Last time I checked. Um, what do you reckon, Ben? What do What do you think? I, I'm not going to say what do you think to Lincoln because apart from you, none of us do homework, and I'm sure you you know your shit about Lincoln, but I don't think any mm. of us do. So very uh, little. Nah, yeah. I want to go. I can't wait to the away game. I think that'll be quite a good. Fifteenth uh,
4: in the league, five points behind us.
5: There you go. Incoming, two points behind us. Uh, we drop to 12. They go to 13th. They beat, I think
4: they beat Cambridge 4-1 the other week. Oh, shut up, Simon. We don't hear that.
5: You're going to say away as well, aren't you? It was,
6: <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: 5-1. <five> <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. And the, go on. They haven't been beat. They haven't, I don't know. Won away. Won so away. Or, or Yes, yeah. Yeah, so right? go on. Ben, give us a prediction. one one one, one. Oh, nice. Uh, Dave? Uh, uh, nil nil. We you, Nil nil, world. Nil nil. I really want to make that
0: trip to Hillsborough then. Uh Stevie? <laughs> 4 0 Wednesday. Oh, he's gone big. <laughs> oh,
4: go big. we go home. On oh, the park. Simon. 2-0 Wednesday. I want to take, that, I want to take that, that momentum from the end of that Cambridge game that we had into this game. So and you want to I'm take... And I'm hoping he'll look at that side and he'll play that side that we finished with and um, we'll, uh, we'll beat them
5: 2-0. So you want to take the first 65 of Wimbledon, you want to take the last 15 of Cambridge and then top it up with the first 20 minutes of Fleetwood. Because okay. they're, they're, they're the three passages of plays that i would be really impressed with. If we can yeah. roll all that into one, a montage, <laughs> a montage, yeah. that would be great. I'm going to go with uh, I'm, I'm going to go, go, go with just a one nil.
0: That's more than ninety. It isn't. is
5: more than ninety minutes, but this is Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> we can concede at any time.
4: It always feels more than ninety minutes, Stephen. When it is ninety yeah. minutes,
5: <laughs> and thank you for that for the maths lesson, sir. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, well, um, I mean, we have we can ramble on, you know, what we're like all night, and uh, we, we really have to wrap it up because uh, uh, M- Mr. Spence has only got one day left of his holiday, and uh, it's Ben's bedtime. Dave yeah, has lovely. got to go and find out his COVID passport because you need it in Scotland all the time, and Simon's going to go and have some cocoa. I think that's what old people have. So... Uh, <laughs> It, it'll be
1: licks. that's it thank you Ben that's, that's got the one
4: Horlicks in the cupboard I have to I've been Ash I'm the annoying one
5: on Twitter most of the time so um, uh, thank you very much for joining us it's been a pleasure and we will see you um, maybe next week because we couldn't be bothered last week so depending what happens so from us all uh, enjoy the football cheers guys and girls
3: Wednesday week. Five friends, one football club and about six jokes they just repeat over and over and over.
5: over over.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends,